ask the beasts, and they will teach you, the birds of the air, and they will tell you, or the plants of the earth, and they will teach you, and the fish of the sea will declare to you, who among these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? From the ancient book of Job. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanaja Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for April 24th to May 1st, 2020. The new to the first quarter flower moon. And here are some natural events. Some thoughts for Earth Day and May Day from our new book, Some Glad Morning, due out this summer. Since the world's people have continued to migrate from country to city through the centuries, we've put a wider and wider gulf between ourselves and other creatures. Our food, which once came from fields and forests, now comes from feedlots and factory farms. Our medicine, which once came from plants, now comes from factory laboratories. In our minds, the value of animals is measured by their usefulness to humankind and not their usefulness to the whole planet. Their muscles become our meat their skins become our clothing, their young are taken to test our poisons, their heart valves are taken to repair our hearts, and the rest of their bodies become toxic garbage. And the ancient wisdom of their ways is lost to us. If it had not been for our cats and dogs and nature shows on television, many of us would have lost touch with the realm of plants and animals entirely. So here's a rank opinion. This isolation from the earth is beginning to tell on us. Our sense of smell was fashioned to savor the scent of dogs, cattle, goats and grass, fire and flower. When we smell only exhaust fumes, pollution and bad perfume, we lose our sense of the rich and heady aromas that surround real living things. Our ears were fashioned to hear bird songs, animal calls, rush of wind, roll of thunder. When we hear only human voices and human noises, we lose our place in the symphony of the cosmos. Our eyes were made to scan rolling hills and jagged mountains, soft colors and silent beasts moving over the land. When we see only straight lines, flat surfaces, artificial colors, and shiny wheeled vehicles, we lose sight of the shimmering effulgence of nature's lights. Our bodies were formed to walk, to run, to climb, and to build in the open air. When we sit in our homes, then sit in our cars, then sit in our offices, we lose the health of our bodies. And saddest of all, our souls were made to see divinity in every star, 
every planet, every leaf, cloud, and creature. And when we find the sacred only in old books and dim churches, we're in danger of losing our souls. Like prisoners wasting away in a dark cell built by our own hands, we become angry, fearful, depressed, alienated, neurotic, nearly schizophrenic, dangerous to ourselves and others. We are aching to escape into the living, breathing, blooming, buzzing world, to see, hear, smell, taste, and touch the earth, created not by us, but by one author of creation. We're dying to join the chorus of birds and beasts whose carols herald the sun each day, songs of praise to the creator of us all alike. We are starving for the source of all life. The earth calls us back home. So, let's go. And finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. First from John Muir. The world, we are told, was made especially for man. A presumption not supported by the facts. A numerous class of men are painfully astonished whenever they find anything, living or dead, in all God's universe which they cannot eat or render in some way what they call useful to themselves. It never seems to occur to these far-seeing teachers that nature's object in making animals and plants might possibly be, first of all, the happiness of each one of them, not the creation of all for the happiness of one. And from E.O. Wilson, if all mankind were to disappear, the world would regenerate back to the rich state of equilibrium that existed 10,000 years ago. If insects were to vanish, the environment would collapse into chaos. the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>